You're listening to the Grieving Mamas Club podcast, a space for moms who are on the wild ride of motherhood while navigating their grief journey. Here are your hosts. I'm Rashida, a motherless mom of a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Yep, that is two under four. And I'm Kara, a motherless mom with a three-year-old, an angel baby, and one on the way. Let's dig in. Hello, listeners, and welcome to episode nine. Today, we are going to talk about, in some ways, I want to call it like a lighter form of grief, but in other ways, I'm like, no, this is this is a grief journey too, dang it. Yes. We are going to talk about grieving, missing, the loss of, all those things, but grieving our pre-baby selves. Um, Don't know her. Yeah. Who was that girl? I don't know. So yeah, I think it's going to be a good episode. Karen and I have lots of thoughts on the narrative of the bounce back and how it's BS and all of those things that moms are expected to do with their bodies after the baby comes out and blah, 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 blah. But before we get into that, I'm going to start by saying today I went to my hairdresser And I, so typically I I wear a nice, lovely weave and I went to my hairdresser today and (laughs) she had her hair cut in this cute little bob. And so I was like, oh, maybe I want a bob. So I had her cut my weave into a cute little bob. And then I log on to, to (laughs) the old (laughs) zoom today. And what do you know it? Karen and I have the same hairstyle. You know, you know, (laughs) It'd be like that sometimes, you know, when you like just start really hanging out with someone for a while, constantly, you just kind of start to seep into their life in ways that you didn't even know. Yep, so that's what's yep, happening. Yep, yep. You know, we usually, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, no. I'm just going to say prior to getting on, I was on Facebook and I saw your little story and I was like, oh, and it was like about, you said that you got a chop and I was like, her hair looks so cute. And so. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> she got good style. I love her yes. taste. And it's so funny because generally, you know, we're in PJs. Our hair is on top of our head. We're yes. glazed up like an oil, like a, we're oiled up like a glazed donut because we're getting, we're going to mm-hmm. go to bed, hit the sack after this, but not today. Guys, our hair is down. It is straight. We have regular clothes on. Not yes. wearing a bra. I will be. I mean, and by regular clothes, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm still wearing <laughs> leggings and a, and a t-shirt. Like, yeah, I'm, but, still, I'm still I'm still wearing sweatpants and a t-shirt. I do yeah. have on a bra though. Yeah, <laughs> typically we've moved into. You know what? Why don't we just record in our pajamas? Because why not? Because we can. Because we go to bed after this. Yeah, yeah. Super late. Anywho, how was your week, Kara? It's it's been good. I have. Let's see. Golly, I think there's been some new developments I'd say with my grandparents, which hashtag blessed up to saw my grandparents around their 86 and 87. Mm-hmm. And my grandpa's just kind of having like some down, down days. So trying to work through that, but it's also kind of bringing on a new level, a different level of grief, seeing, mm-hmm. you know, knowing that their age, that things are happening. And also it's like, Am I happy that I didn't have to go through this with my mom? I don't know. Do you mm-hmm. really want to be going through this stuff with anybody? I don't, you know, no, you don't, but you know, so it's just kind of bringing on some like different kind of grief for me in that realm. 
he's okay. They're okay. My grandma's doing great. My grandpa's, he's going to be okay. He's going to make it through. But anyway, so it's that's just, still, kind of, yeah. Yeah. It's a tricky. lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about your week? My week has been really wonderful. I have not talked about this on the podcast, but I have Karen. I have talked about this off Zoom. My wonderful, amazing mother-in-law underwent a double mastectomy two, three days ago on Monday of this week. It's currently Thursday. A couple months ago, a lump was found and after they biopsied it, they found out it was benign, which yay. Yay. But this is the second time this has happened in about nine years. And so she was already getting an, either an MRI or a mammogram every six months. Okay. So this time around, she was kind of like, I don't, uh, I don't, I'm 70 years old. Don't really need my boobs anymore. Yeah. And they're not really worth the risk of possibly developing cancer or possibly or doing this again over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, right. Because the older, the older you get, the more prone you are. Um, oh. So she, yes, especially if your body's already doing it. If you're if your body is already making the lumps, the chance of you getting another one just like multiplies with each one. Gotcha. Um, and so she, yeah, was just like, F it. Good. I don't need wow. these anymore. And she yeah, got double mastectomy on Monday. On Tuesday, she came home and by Wednesday, girl was going on 30 minute walks. What? That is yeah. unbelievable. She's amazing. Truly. She's like, yeah, she is six. She's technically 69 and a half. She is gold. Oh. Yeah. And she's just been in wonderful spirits throughout. Yeah. Glamour. So. I have been, yeah, Glamma, Glamma has is killing it. So yeah, my week has been pretty wonderful with that. And yeah, yeah, that's, knowing that's she's great. doing well. And yeah, I've obviously had leading up to it lots of weird feelings, lots of scared feelings, lots of pieces of grief coming back up. I think sure. I on Saturday night I cried because I was telling Ben. It's been in his brother, his brother's in town. They kept being like, nothing's going to happen to mom. She's going to be fine. Nothing's going to happen to mom. And I was like, but moms do die. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, you can't say nothing's going to happen. I don't know if you know you. this. Yeah, yeah. Like you yeah. can't say nothing's going to happen to your mom simply because she's your mom. Like lots of people, lots of people's moms die. Mm-hmm. And so I think I was just like, wildly too in my head about all of that and having to having to need to go through a grief journey again or explaining to Dom what happened to his grandma if something went wrong or that's that's almost like a little bit of anticipatory grief in a way yeah you know because you're anticipating what might happen or what could happen should something happen Mm -hmm. to her that's a little bit probably of that and also I think that you're probably trying to be they were being very optimistic which is great you truly want to have that outlook, but you're being, you know, more of a realist and being yeah, like, listen, yeah, like something I could just... be wrong and you need to be prepared because if something goes wrong and you know, that's mm-hmm, what you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're trying to protect them. Yeah. And that's, I was trying to protect myself truly. truly. Like that's just the nature of having right. lost someone is now you're always like on the lookout for like another loss yeah. like that. You are. You yeah. totally and it are. Sucks. And it sucks. And I would love to tell you that that goes away. I have been working through therapy for that for a long time and I'm still having trouble with it. 
But does your boy Joel, does he think that that's possible? Or is he like, no, I don't know. It's like, it's like, it's, uh, it's, a tra- it's a trauma. What we, what we went through, what we've gone through. Yes. I think that it's, it's not as bad as it used to be. Like I used to be able to work myself up into like straight up over like panic attacks, like unable Mm. to move because I am afraid someone else is going to die. Like, Uh and I have better, it's not, so it's not that they, that feeling goes away. I have just better, better coping skills with it than I had in the past. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad that to know that it's, it doesn't really, that you can cope with it, that, yeah. that you know, that, <laughs> that where, where we are at, it's probably just going to be that way. And as long as you have the coping skills, then that's about, that's about the best that such is true with like just whole grief journey in general. That's mm-hmm. if you have the coping skills, then you're going to be a lot better off. Most like more likely well, I would presume, I don't know. For sure. And it helps. I understand why I'm reacting like that. This is what therapy does. Like I understand why I'm reacting the way that I'm reacting. And it is because I am afraid of losing someone else. And it is because I'm trying to like, once you can unravel why you're feeling that way, it makes you feel less out of control when you are feeling that way. So then I can, be yeah. Like, then I can be like, okay, I feel this way because I lost my mom. All right, let's back this up. Let's think about it. Let's cope with it. Let's sit with it. Let's meditate. Yes. Put it's labeling okay. it. Labeling, yeah. it. just why yeah. it's, it's so crazy okay. that, that labeling those emotions helps you and labeling and identifying those emotions helps you get to a spot where you're okay, where you are yeah. able to digest what's going on, where you're able to digest and understand why you're feeling the way you are. So anyway, so Kara, let's get into it. I have let's a lot of thoughts, it. but I've been talking a lot, so what are your thoughts on how do you, I guess the question is, what do you miss most about your pre baby self? And it can be anything. I don't even know her. Mm-hmm. I don't even know her. <laughs> truly. Who that bitch. <laughs> truly. It's Kara. She gone. You know, I truly don't remember what I miss most is I took for granted how much freedom you had, you know, when you got home from work and you could just chill, you make yeah. dinner yeah. and, and yeah. then chill. You had a lot of TV time, a lot of time for, you know, doing extra, whatever. Oh, mm-hmm. oh happy hours. A lot of happy mm-hmm. hours were happening. What's I mean, a lot of like co- with coworkers mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we were, it feels like we were all kind of around the same age at this time in my life. And then, you know, you played like team softball, which I am not, I would just do it because it was there for the beer. Let's be honest. It's fun but, to do, yeah. Yeah. So you, just the time that's kind of who I met. What, what mm-hmm. I miss is all that extra mm-hmm. time. I will say though, that having a kid and one on the way, like our lives are infinitely keep getting busier, especially as they get older and Ellie's mm-hmm. in swimming and in soccer and, Saturdays are just raging with birthday parties. Now that COVID, the world is open. Yeah. The world is opening up. So now things are getting busier. It does make you force you into being way more organized and prepared. So that's probably what I miss most is just all that time. I didn't use it Mm. wisely. Maybe I did. It it, it fit at the moment. What about you? What do you miss? What do you miss about kidless Rashida? 
So it's super cliche. And I hate saying this because I am very much a person who's like, I love your body because it gave you, it gave you babies. It rearranged it. Fucking it's fucking self to bring another human into this world. And while yes, I believe those things wholeheartedly, it is still, I hate it. I hate it so much. It is still hard for me sometimes to look at myself in the mirror and that, that same cheerleader I have for every other woman that I'm like, your body is fucking awesome. Yeah, bitch. I don't, <laughs> I need that. I need that a little bit more for myself. And so I think two things I miss, man, I was a skinny bee, like back, back in the day before these two children wrecked my vessel. Wrecked it. <laughs> yes. And so I think that. That's one thing I miss. I miss being able to put on any, like this sounds not to be like feeling myself, but I'm feeling myself. Yeah. I was, I'm, I'm feeling 2015 Rashida. Yes. Um, it was a good year. Like back then I felt like I could just wear anything, like any style. I could just like put on any clothes and it would look cute on me. Just pop it on. Like, okay. Yeah. I know. Yes. And, and did you think I, that you were fat back then? Yes. I would kill for that 2015 Kara's body. You know, know. it's, it's annoying. It's super annoying. And then another thing I, I miss a lot and I'm coming up against this quite a bit, my athletic ability. So I really got into running in my adult life. I was not athletic or a runner before I graduated college. And so I guess I was like naturally thin growing up, but then I got like hardcore into running. So I was like more fit then in my early adult life. And so I ran, I got into running. I ran two half marathons within like a year and a half and countless five K's and 10 K's. I would wake up. Like I ran five times a week. Like I would wake up. I know. I know. Insane. Now it goes back to the fucking time. I don't have time to run five days a week now, but I, just feel like back then I had a lot more athletic stamina. Yeah. So for sure now. And that makes me so sad. Like I used to be able to wake up on a Saturday and go for an eight mile run. And then I would come home and lay on the cat. Yeah. Yes, girl. If I was training for something, mm -hmm. I come back and like lay on the couch and Ben would be running with me. Cause he was running the same half marathons I was. And Cute. I, I know that none of that, like in what world do I get to now wake up on a Saturday, not being woken up by a toddler and just be like, yeah, I'm going to lace up and go for a lovely two hour run. No, <laughs> no. And, and part of that is because I don't have two hours to recoup that. So like two, after, after I run for two hours, then I need to sit on my butt for two hours. But as soon as I walk back into the door, I would need to be on as mom and running around. So I just don't have the, the energy, I guess, and the stamina that I used to. And that is like the thing I miss the most about old Rashida. Sure. And that's mental too. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, Mm -hmm. I used to be so good at this. And now I'm not. And so yeah, it's like coming to terms. Even, yeah. I can't even run like maybe 30 minutes, but without like being like, I get it. And some of that is it's like extra weight I'm carrying around too. So it, it is physically heavier to run now 
than it was, but mm, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I know. And at some point you just kind of resolve like, Hey, you know what? I did it for 30 minutes. Am I getting out of it? What I need, which is like for me, correct. Working out or, um, working out. (laughs) I do the Peloton and I do the Peloton. (laughs) Peloton. A Peloton and, and I walk every day. So, I mean, at a pretty, at a pretty good clip. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that's a workout. I count, a, I count a, a good brisk 30 minute walk as a workout. Yeah. It, it, well, Which it just has to be these days. Pre pre Rashida would be like you wimp. Oh, our pre baby Rashida would be like, what? Oh, yes. You do a 30 minute walk after you've already ran three miles. And now I'm like, I can't, I just don't no. have it in me anymore. Rashida, I used to do CrossFit and I, I wasn't, I wasn't ever like really good at it, but I was good for Kara because I'm not athletic at all. I sprained my ankle walking. So <laughs> that's just who I am. The ankles I've been blessed with thin and that's it. That's what I got going for me. But fragile. Thin, yeah. Thin and fragile. <laughs> Thank you. I feel so skinny, but <laughs> it's like those memes where it's like you called me skinny. <laughs> it's, I, I, I feel that. I yeah. feel that. Yes. But I used to be so, I used to be good at CrossFit for Kara and would do all these crazy moves and get hurt. But at the same time, like if I, if I'm looking in the future, I'm like, you only do a 30 minute walk. What's wrong with you? Get up off the couch, bitch. You can mm-hmm. do this. And that's partly also my dad. We nicknamed him Gump because my dad goes to the extreme pre COVID playing hockey five times a week. Wow. Uh, yeah. Ice hockey. Yes. So that's amazing. I know. So, I mean, this man just anything. He was even, he came to a couple CrossFit classes with me at one point, just out of I the wanna blue. I want to be that. It's like, I know. mom, I want to be that good. I know. But, but to be also, that good, you got to start now. But also my dad did not like rearrange his, his body did not rearrange itself to, to produce humans. Amen. So, you know, he's at a little bit of an advantage. I feel like. Yes. Yes. And most men. <laughs> yes. And going back to what you said, about am I, am I getting out of this workout what I'm supposed to be getting out of it? And I think I've had to, I like that because I have had to change my thought process behind workouts. So like yep. the point of a workout now is, I don't know if I've said this on previous episodes, but I know that I am a person who has to attack their mental health on th- all three fronts. So like I have to go to therapy, I have to be medicated and I have to work out. And if any of those things is out, if any part of the triangle is not in alignment, I notice it like this right. the past couple of weeks, I've been really busy with the Ben's mom things going on and work and us getting this podcast going up and going. And I just have put working out on the wayside. And I had a panic attack like a couple of days ago. Oh. And I was like, why am I panicking? Why am I panicking? Why am I like, why, why am I panicking at, at a rate that I can't cope? And it was because I wasn't working out, working out. And so I think, yes, retraining in this new mom state, knowing that if I have, and also this now mom Rashida, if I have two hours in which I don't have to do anything that something isn't going to be running. <laughs> no, it's not. I know. No, it sure isn't. <laughs> it's it's going to be chilling it's or it's going to be getting something else ticked off the to-do list. You know, it, it's yeah. unfortunate because that's, yes. that's a struggle that I have a, a pull that I struggle with every day or, you know, it's like, do I, and of course I'm in a different spot. I'm 
pregnant. So I mm-hmm. have to weigh my, like, do I take this as a, do I rest or do I keep going? Mm-hmm. And I have to weigh those options and be like, it's generally, I, I probably just need to swallow it. It'll get done later, whatever mm-hmm. it is. It's not that important. Mm-hmm. Rest is more important because, mm-hmm. you know, having a baby. I, I would argue that you still should carry that mindset into kid two. Like even, even after kid two is here. So pre baby Rashida, I wrote mm-hmm. a blog post about this pre baby Rashida, had her life so neatly organized into a pie chart. So Mm -hmm. like I would talk about this when I was pregnant with Dom, I would talk about this so often in therapy um, about how I like there's work Rashida, there's nonprofit volunteering Rashida, Mm -hmm. there's wife Rashida, there's friend Rashida, there's and friend Rashida was like huge because I could go to all the happy hours and I had all this space. And at the time we didn't own, we didn't own a home. We owned a condo. So it's not like oh. we had to do. Yeah. We were living the life girl. Yes. So Those condo like days are do, good. Yeah. It's not even like we had to do real like yard work on Saturdays, you know, no. like we had a dog. Yeah. And so, so I had my life just like neatly in this pie chart. And I so cutely thought that like, I could just flip a piece of pie out and put, put the mom piece in. Like, so I was like, okay, so now I'm going to be work Rashida, mom Rashida, like let's say 40% work Rashida, 30% mom Rashida. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> what I failed to realize though, is that once you become a mom, you're never not a fucking mom. And yes. so in my attempt to like completely compartmentalize my life, which men seem to do without an issue. But in my attempts to do that, I realized after I became a mom that there's no doing that. And so then when I became a mom of two, I pretty much said to hell with the, the pie chart. Like yeah. I, I, I am a mom. Some days that's all I am. And that's yep. all I can do. And some days I have to rest to, to be my best self for my kids the next day. So like I am learning to choose rest sometimes, even when I'm like, I could just push all the way through this, like you just said, but I'm like, okay, but what's on the other side of pushing all the way through this burnout, an unhappy mom, an unhappy Rashida, a burnt out mom who now needs like a whole week away. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, and also I'm learning like to do this, never actually, you'll never actually complete your adult to-do list. No, you don't. No, no because, don't. and I don't feel the satisfaction that I would thought I would feel like, all right, laundry's folded, cross off the list. Oh wait, there's another pile right there. Uh-huh. Or you, you don't feel that satisfaction. I don't. So I know I, this is actually really helping me Rashida because it's something that I've been grappling with mm-hmm. as we are preparing for this new baby. I was, I'm like, Brian, we got a lot of stuff to do. And I made a to-do list and shared it with him. He can edit it and cross stuff off as it gets mm-hmm. done because it's just stuff that we both need to do. I don't know that it's, it's also that it has to get done, but also mm-hmm. I need to take, I need to like learn how to let some of that shit go. Mm-hmm. It's anxiety too, you know? But you will, I think in having a second kid, like I just, there are only so many hours in the day. Like I, I, yeah. I just like, you will learn to let stuff go by virtue of like, you have to, like, you gotta sleep, you gotta eat and you have to still make time for yourself. Like, so you still need to, and if, and if running for four hours or whatever 
isn't the way you make time for yourself, then that's not serving you in the way that it was serving me. So that's again, full circle back to what you said. Like, I don't need the workout to do what it previously did for me. Like I don't, right. I don't need to be out there crushing all these goals and running in the sunshine for forever because my life doesn't look like that anymore. Right. It's serving a different purpose, more for mm-hmm. mental, which in turn has physical, uh, I want to say effects, which it's true, but like physical benefits and it's benefits. Physical, yeah, like health yeah. Benefits. In turn, yeah. 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 For me, for me too, it's, I have to eat pretty decent. I can't just eat like trash because mm-hmm. There's a Freddy's that just opened up by our house. And mm-hmm. girl, I love Freddy's. I know. I know. It is so good. It is dirty. There was a there was a run on Freddy's in my third trimester with P. So much Freddy's being so delivered good. to our house. Yeah. <laughs> we really gotta get DoorDash. We gotta let them know. Like, hey. I door dashed tonight. I had a sauce on the side. Oh yes. Man, that's so good. So I gotta like keep my my self-care in check, which includes eating semi-decent. I still treat mm-hmm. myself. Don't you build, don't, don't get that wrong. Working out every day. I have to do it every day. I can skip mm-hmm. a day, but I feel the repercussions the next day. And then, you know, my other self-care is at night. I have to do like my night routine on my night facial care. So, I mean, if I can do that every day, then I'm able to keep up that perfect trifecta. Whereas pre-baby Kara, she, I mean... I use some Neutrogena face wipes and if at best, you know, I was going to bed mm-hmm. and ham boned and going to bed in my mascara and <laughs> eating so pointers pizza c- and uh, <laughs> eating like trash too. And it didn't matter. Yeah. I do remember when, when I, I think I've said this before too. I do remember when I first got home when we, I don't know, when we first got home with Ellie and it was like two, three in the morning and I, and she was like crying and, you know, I feel like a butthole, my boobs hurt <laughs> because your butthole. Pro- oh wait, no, you had a C-section. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, because your butthole probably does hurt. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just felt like one. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Noted. Yeah. And which know, does not mean you're a C-section that is not to say C-section mamas have it better or worse. Ain't nobody have it better or worse. It all no, hurts. No, so we, you can yes. either have your options are have your butthole hurt <laughs> or have your abdomen cut into. So yeah, uh, yeah. pick your poison girls, pick your poison. Yeah. 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 It's anyway. I remember my boobs are hurting. I'm so tired. My husband is snoozing away with his useless ass nipples, with his useless ass nipples, probably snoring too. So I'm my rage. I'm postpartum as fuck. My rage is at all time levels. And I just remember thinking to myself, oh my God, what did I do? What did we do? Well, I have this poor little, and this little doll baby and she's just Google Gaga mama. And and I was just like, fuck this. It was going for, for me going from zero to one was if for both of us, truly Ryan and I, it was such a cult, not a culture shock, maybe a culture shock. It was yeah, such a culture shock. shock. Sounds like you were living your best life. Yeah, <laughs> we were, we just had Abby, our dog. Mm-hmm. And you know, she was our, that was it. It was, I know. It, Isn't it funny? Did you ever, cause we just had Kona as well. Yeah. 
before we had kids, did you ever like think it was so annoying when you had to go home and let your dog out first though, before you could go do something else? Like wow. that used to be like, yes. I would be like, it's your turn to let Kona out. <laughs> like I'm going to this happy hour over here. Like, Good God. You know, it's that was it. People say that having a a dog is not the same as having having a child, which it's not the exact thing, but it sets you up for it. It's good training. I think it's good training. It is good training. I remember I to answer your question. Yes. I was like, that was like probably like the first step in being like, oh, I can't just go out after work. We have to worry about letting this dog out. Like, Darn it. Like, cause we, we were mm-hmm. living that condo life. It was great. <laughs> Did you guys live in Brentwood Forest? <laughs> no, we lived in, I mean, not far. We lived in Glendale. Okay. So in the, still in the Kirkwood area, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that condo life. It was so good. It was so good. It was so good. Oh, I would just sit out on the either front porch or the back porch and mm-hmm. boozing it up with my neighbors. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, 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 old man and his yes. own pairs. Like, let's do this. Oh man, simpler times. But yeah, when we got the dog, it was, like a little bit of like a, like a minor shock. And then, then that, then there was the potty training. And so we were up a lot the first mm-hmm. night. Oh my gosh. We, the Us first too. night we put her in her crate. She had this big giant crate. She cried and we slept yep. downstairs with her like on a blow up mattress. After that, we were like, <laughs> fuck this, this no way. And then we, you know, moved the crate. Anyway. So potty training was like your, is like your first step into being mm-hmm. a parent. But yeah, that's a good point. I do remember that. Okay. So tell me what you like <laughs> most about your mom's self though. So the flip side, what do you like? What is mom? What's your, what's mom Kara's best asset? <laughs> I, I feel like I've been able to maintain my person. That's a good question. Such a good question. I feel like I've been able to maintain my personality my quirkiness. Whereas I have, I think a pretty good gift of imitating people and voices. (laughs) So Ellie thrives on this. And so now, right now she's obsessed with the nightmare before Christmas, which is the freakiest movie, but she loves it. it. No, it's her. She loves it. But she won't, hmm. but she won't watch would, Hocus Pocus with me. I love I Hocus Pocus. Scare Dom. Yeah. What, which did? I both, both. Oh, I yeah. think both would scare him. Yeah. Okay. Were you watching like Mickey's Halloween? We're watching nobody's Halloween because I okay. hate Halloween. We talked about this. I am not. <laughs> Come on, Kara. You watch <laughs> nobody's Halloween. <laughs> now, I forgot. You hate joy. Okay. But anyway, no, we're yeah. not. I'm waiting. I am in the, the shadows waiting for November 1st so I can just whoop Christmas music. <laughs> and this is where you shine. Okay. Okay. Yes, You're almost there. I am just, just waiting. I'm biding my time until. Okay. We can get on with this nonsense. <laughs> well, I'm thriving and we are trying to hook it up. <laughs> we're, we're getting all the dollar store treats and stupid little dollar store. What Anyway, so Ellie is obsessed with Nightmare Before Christmas. She's obsessed with Belle, like Disney princesses. And she makes mm-hmm. me, she doesn't give me very good roles, but you know, I have to, I commit. And so right now <laughs> I am the beast from Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I have to talk like this and she likes it when I get it. Like, <laughs> I know it's so bad. And it's really, no, awesome. it just sounded like some weird, like S and M type stuff. 
<laughs> she likes it when I- <laughs> oh oh my gosh so but it was great well but she makes me do this like in target or like when we're at a restaurant she'll be like oh my goodness mama are you beast and i'm like honey sh- you don't need to be calling me beast in public like let's look let's keep this at home <laughs> my goodness like and then uh then she makes me be this weird scientist on the nightmare before christmas Rashida, I'll send you a picture. It is the freakiest guy, but but he will say, Sally, did you try to escape from me? And so she <laughs> loves that. So anyway, what I've been able to maintain is my weirdness and my silly and I love personality. It. And, and I thank goodness for that. Yeah. <laughs> She's still got it. And it's really like working it in. That's this toddlerhood is like. You're probably thriving in toddlerhood then. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing good. We're doing good. What about you? What what has been your favorite part about Mom Sheeta? Yeah, Mom Sheeta ran out of fucks to give on December eighth, twenty seventeen. I birthed, I birthed a, a healthy baby boy and a bitch who don't care anymore. Because I, I just, I think what has happened is I am just too tired to like <laughs> Kara's dying. <laughs> I birthed a healthy baby boy and a bitch who don't care. I don't. I, and it got worse. It got worse or better depending on how you look at it with kid too, with Parker. I just feel like I am for better or for worse. It, I respectfully. So I will say I'll never just like randomly start cursing somebody out. Like I'm not mean, but I just like the idea. I used to be someone before I had kids, I would say, Oh, I hate conflict. Like I don't, I don't like conflict. I'd like to just step around conflict. And like mom Rashida is like, let's just have this conflict and get it out of the way real quick because I need to go pick up my kids at four 45. <laughs> That's great. And I can't, I can't give this any so more thought going. Yeah, yeah. Like I can't give this any more thought between the hours of of times of four forty-five and seven, because that's when my first kid goes back down, and then I like to spend time alone. So, let's just get this out of the way. <laughs> yeah, that's great, Rashida. Like, and it's, and I, I pride myself on being very respectful, on being like I don't just like walk into rooms and curse people out or like tap my watch and be like you're taking too long because it's not who I am either. But no. I just think that I, Mom Rashida, I think it's just I'm tired. <laughs> you're tired, and you're just when it, like you're like. Let's just get down. Let's cut the bullshit. Let's get on to brass tacks. Let's do yeah. This. And I think what comes with motherhood, I think, and at least for me, what has come with motherhood is a sense of confidence though, as well. Like in that, like I am now more than ever, very sure of myself and I am now more than ever, very sure. And some of that also has come with typically you become a mom, like more, you're more in your career. So like I own I own the things I own at work and I own the things that I own at home, if that makes sense. And so I just feel more confident in me as a person than I've ever felt. Uh, That is so amazing. I, I feel like it took me a little while to get there having the identity as a mother Mm -hmm. with when I, when I had Ellie, I remember someone said to me at a previous place of employment, I just can't picture you as a mom. And I'm like, well, yeah, I fucking I am like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like, like, I'd so like that. I like, obviously still holding on to it. 
but it was like, well, what do you mean? You can't picture me as I, and my mom realized that you can't take me seriously. It, like, am I, am I too silly? Which probably, but Never. I didn't, I didn't step into that confidence right away. I would say honestly, not until after losing my mom in this past year, have I found mm, yeah, my confidence. Yeah. Yeah. That I found my confidence in, in who I am and truly making decisions for myself mm-hmm. first. And, you know, you know, I, I guess I say myself first, but really it's like my family is like all three is in one. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, so that's awesome. I can totally relate to just cutting straight to the bullshit. Like, let's just get down to it. I do not like conflict though. And, and that's something I need to, I want to work on. I, I need to work on, or I am working on rather, because I feel like you need to have conflict in order to grow and mm-hmm. to push conversation forward in whatever manner that is. So, and I think, but I think conflict, it, it needs to be productive conflict. Like I'm not ever going to walk into somebody's office and be like, and guess what? I fucking hate your shoes. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> they're stupid. Her shoes aren't bothering me. Like right. they're not, they're not keeping me from doing my job and her shoes aren't making me feel bad about myself. And so I don't need to comment on her shoes. Like, you know, and so like I are the ugly leather pants. Oh, and your <laughs> fucking ugly leather pants. Little Sutton Strack drop there. Oh, Sutton. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, you. no, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I need some leather pants, actually. Like some spanks. Like some oh. leather leggings. I think that's yes. Me. That'd be so cute. You, know, you could hold totally all, all of this bodacious body inside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the magic girl. And you could totally yeah. rock it. That would be adorable. I support mm-hmm. that. So, well, so, and that, that's also what goes back to my confidence. Like, so now I don't know. I just feel like pre-mom Rashida would like not be seen dead in public, like without looking like a little bit presentable. And now I literally like, don't even know if I've brushed my teeth for the day. Like, <laughs> I did today, but I like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes the, my, like the day just gets so hectic by the time I like literally hit the ground, get kids out the door, like start working from home. And then I just work, 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 work. Then I like all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to go get my kids. And then I just stand up and go get my kids. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm like, oh boy. Ooh. I yeah, was... And I'm just like, well, this is who y'all going to get today. Yeah. Yeah. I know the worst is morning drop off. Mm, morning drop ben. off. It's, it's a strong, what? Oh, Ben does it. Ben is drop off. Mm-hmm. That's nice. So, so like, I actually have time to get my life together. I suppose by pickup I'm picked up and I just don't, I just think, yeah, Rashida is like, no, oh, this is who you guys are going to get. I guess like on zoom calls, you could just be like with work. You could, you can just kind of be as you are. Yeah. If, if I don't, if I don't have to meet with a client, I won't, I'll just go about my business. <laughs> yeah. No one cares. Good. Or I won't turn my camera on if I look like trash completely trash right. and i'll say that not turning my camera on because it was a wash day and my hair is, doesn't <laughs> i love it again I love it. mom Rashida was just like and i'm gonna be honest not not wearing a bra today so i'm not i'm gonna keep my camera off thank you yeah <laughs> thank you and luckily luckily shout out to my boss luckily i work for a company that allows me to like bring 100% my authentic self to work. And it is never, so that part of it is that too, where I am in my career, where there's, I would have to like completely 
blow off the rails or something. That's not even a say. I would have to be like, do something completely <laughs> wild, blow off the rails. I'd have to do something completely wild for my boss to be like, uh, right. Yeah. Well, and you can read social cues, you know, yes. when, you know, when to be silly and you know, mm-hmm. when to lock it up, lock it up. Yes. So, you know, yes. she trusts you. you know. Yes. So yeah. That's, that's what I, I like most confidence. Yeah. She got that confidence. Proud of you. I know. So it kind of took us to getting to motherhood to get us like to where we are. So it's like mm-hmm. everything happens for a reason, but it's true. And I'm, I think, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just gonna say I'm, I'm world's better where I am mentally than probably even where I was in my 2015 feeling my best self because I, I wanted to be married. Well, yeah, I wanted to be married and have, you know, have live, live the married life and be a mom. And well, she got it. Yeah, I know. And she's tired. I yeah. agree. I think that while I just went on a tangent about how like men, how physically more in shape and stronger I was, I do think that I am stronger mentally now than I have ever been, than I was before. Yeah. But also like, like I cried last night because I had to rub my own back. <laughs> well, Kara, you are pregnant. <laughs> I don't know how, like, how did you rub your own back? I know. <laughs> I, I have a follow-ups. Like, yeah, I just, well, okay. So as I mentioned earlier, probably off, off camera, off Zoom, off mic, my sciatic nerve is just mm-hmm. been like killing me. And so I would just take like this little, like little four prong little guy mm-hmm. and he's got like little knobby feet, hands, fingers. I don't know what they are like things. <laughs> and I just, you know, just get in there and I, and, and I just start crying because <laughs> I was like, why is it Brian asking to rub my back? <laughs> he tired too. Like, I don't know. And like, also like, speak up. If you want someone to do something for you, speak Ask. up. But no, mm-hmm. I was pregnant and emotional and, and I was just like, <laughs> so I cried and then I felt somewhat better. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. You are pregnant. Yeah. Crying is fine. Crying is allowed. Yeah. Well, shoot. Let's turn more into a, like, I think we talked about what we miss most, but I feel like we walked away from it. Loving our mom selves more though. We did. We totally <laughs> did. Which I kind of like. <laughs> yeah. That's, I'm glad that we're there. It, if we yeah. weren't, then it would be like, they'd be like, Oh, I got some problems. They're not, they're not happy. Well, I think it's they're so not happy easy. with their life. No. But I think it's so easy for society moms like all of us to look back on the things that we had and like look at 2015 Kara and Rashida with their banging bodies and their (laughs) ability to drink every night and their ability to sleep in at noon but also those Karas didn't have little pizza poos to kiss on (laughs) tasty fresh Mm -hmm. pizzas oh Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. So fresh out of the oven. If only I could just run a little longer, I'd really have. You'd be more tired. 
No, oh, you'll just you're be right. more. You're tired. right. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, just do what you can. I, Rashida, I think honestly, you have to set a schedule for me. It's every day at lunch, I go and walk. And if for some morning I wake up a little bit early enough to squeeze in a Peloton, then I will do that. Or otherwise I'll do 30 minute Peloton and a 30 minute walk, which is mm, for me, that's, that's, that's yeah. I'm not saying it happens. It's usually just, you know, 30 to 40 minute walk, but I at least know that something's getting accomplished. So for me, the schedule setting the schedule works. That's the only time I know know you'll get it in. Yeah. That's probably what I need to do too then. Yeah. And on Saturday mornings, Brian wakes up super early. He goes and plays hockey. So it's just Ellie and I, but I know that if I can get up just a little bit earlier, I would love to sleep in, but if I can just wake up at like six 30, squeeze in a Peloton before she gets up at seven, then I'm probably going to be tired. Cause I know, I know your face. No, my, the face, this face is a, like, you're like, if I can get up a little bit earlier at six 30 girl by six 30, I'm making cinnamon rolls on this Saturday because oh. Dom is awake. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Ellie the, is the first asleep. cup of coffee is down the hatch. Oh wow. What time do you guys wake up? He gets like Dom is we six is sleeping in mm. in his room. Yeah, yeah. It's just ting. Just wake uh-huh. up. Um, no, and that's why we have to alternate who sleeps in, like because we there's no point in both of us being up at six o'clock for no reason, right? So we alternate. Does P get up then too? No, she'll sleep until eight. Oh, bless. I know. Yeah, good for her. She's my favorite. She's unimpressed. Yeah, she's my favorite. Yeah. (laughs) She is unimpressed. That's why she doesn't wake up. She's unimpressed with us. Yeah. She's like, ugh. I'm going to wake up and see these people again. Fine. Feed me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm glad that we were able to ultimately come to the conclusion that we're we're good. We're We're more badass than we were before. Right. Pre-baby. Yeah. Who needs tiny jeans when you got leggings? Right. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Who needs perky boobs when you got bras? Thank God. I mean, kind of amen. thank God for a bra, but yes. Amen. Well, it'll um, a good bra hike those babies up and don't nobody need to know that they touch your belly button. That's Is that true. me or just me? Okay. <laughs> oh, so true. Oh, so true. All right. All right. I guess we should wrap it up. Yes. Maybe actually get get people on their way. We're not just shooting the shit for 17 hours and be like, God, can they just get straight to the point? <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for listening to the Grieving Mamas Club podcast. When times get tough, just remember, you're a badass bee and you got this, mama. Woo! See you guys later. Catch you later.